hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's International NFT Day. So dust off your board apes and your crypto punks. This is the Chad and Cheese Podcast as Europe. I'm your co-host, Joel Doodles Cheeseman. I'm Chad Bang and Blame So Wash. And I'm leaving broadcasting from a real studio today, Van Uenhuizen. And on this episode, Google gets accused of unlawful job aggregation, liar, liar, pants on fire, and ex-hiring from a European point of view. Let's do this. Where have you been leaving? Busy, busy. I, th- I thought you said Europeans were back at work. You're still on vacation, from what I can tell. I've been and, all over the place, all over the place. Busy, busy, busy. I know I've been I've been neglecting you guys. I'm so sorry. It hurts. It hurts my yeah, heart. Yeah. I, I'm only hurt that I didn't get an invite to the Bruges uh, House of HR corporate event. That's all I'm upset about. <laughs> I want to hold off for their big party. That's that's my thing. I, I want to hold off for that. So you can do the Bruges thing, but I want to hold off for the big party. Be careful, careful what you wish for, because if Rika hears, she might invite you after all. And then yes. you're expected to take the plane and come over. Yes. I got some leather pants I want to bring to Europe. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Well, they're about. actually assless chaps, but other than that. Chaps. Which I wish I was wearing on the mechanical bull at Wreckfest, uh, oh. but that's a different different conversation. So hot. Weak. Second Weak. degree burns on my thighs are not fun. Are not fun. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, the trials and tribulations of sucking at riding a bull. Yes. 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 Shall a mechanical we, bull. Shall we get to? The one that you asked for, by Shout the way. Out. Yes. Okay. Shout out. My, I get first shout out. This is the fun one. Yep. Because it's shout out to beer after all of Ooh. this last week of debauchery in Nashville drinking beer. Annual research by the Kirin Holdings Company, a Japanese beer company, for all those who've never had a Kirin. Uh, here are the top five. Ooh. Countries that drank the most beer per capita. USA. Give it to Number me. Number five, Poland. What? Number four, Romania. Number three, Lithuania. Number two, Austria. And number one, almost doubling Austria's <laughs> consumption per capita, the Czech Republic, yeah. kids. Wow. So listen... Was it a globalist? It was global. Germany was number seven. The U.S. was 17. And Belgium, Belgium didn't even make it into the top 30, Levin. We sell, we sell our beer. How we is sell our Austria beer. so high? It's like the size of Connecticut. Like how much beer? It's per capita. Oh, per it's capita. per capita. Yeah, per yeah. person. Yes, it's that's where we try to make it fair. But, yeah, so if we just take a look at the all-out consumption China, obviously with the most people in the world, and then the U.S., I mean, those, those are there. But per capita, who by person drinks most? It's the Czech Republic. Now, Czech Republic beer is 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 pretty good. I, I like it, yeah. but it's not amazing. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> it's not Belgian, is it? No, it's not Belgian beer. I think the next breakdown we're going to have to check out is the top five global uh, consumption of what what brands of beer, what types of beer. Maybe that's not. I want to see the list for meth usage. I think we'd fare better <laughs> on that one as Americans. I think yes. I think we'd yes. do better on that one. All right. Yes. Well, my shout out. I puppy. 
All right. Our industry has seen some pretty kooky names over the years, guys. Hi, Bob, uh, Jobster, Job mm-hmm. Fox. I could go on. But we, we may have a winner for worst name with mm. the introduction of Candidate out of the UK. When I say <laughs> when, when I say Candidate, what do you oh. think of? Oh, sounds it's like great. the new Tinder, right? Yeah. I mean, Candidate. Yeah, so yes. I wish. It's supposed to read like Candidate. But ends up sounding like, uh, and it's spelled like, uh, my roommate in college used to hook up with a stripper named Candy. Yes, it sounds of like course. a stripper, like a stripper, like dating app. Yeah, yeah, like, hey, dude, you want to go to the Chug for dollar pictures? No, nah, man, I got a date with Candy tonight. I got a Candy date. <laughs> candy date is billed as an applicant matching system that leverages short videos. I'm not sure what's oh. on those short videos. Uh, oh. it, it's tag- only fans. Its videos. tagline is recruitment sweet as candy oh god are you serious that sounds like a cheeseman joke right there. yeah that's bad that's bad recruitment is sweet as candy candy date gets a shout out for just being awful just being awful but making me laugh and i i do love the name candidate i should have come up with that one candidate i love it in fact okay maybe it's a bit embarrassing but i love it candidate Levin, you got a shout out, man, while you ponder how many girls named Candy you've dated in your lifetime? Not one. I, I feel I'm missing out on something. So shout out to all the candies in the world. I've never dated a candy. Please face this one. Just a tip. I think everyone should have dated at least one candy in his lifetime. You might no? want to check with your wife on what that one. But uh, okay. Honey, I'll call you Candy. <laughs> something like that. She never, ever listens to the show. She wouldn't even know. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I asked her and she said... That's the podcast, you're right? And I said, yes. And I don't even know where it's listed. So then I gave up. But uh, she has other qualities. Well, maybe we can meet her because we're going to Europe pretty soon. Tell us about that. Yes. Unleash World is coming, kids, in Paris. That's right. Early to mid-ish, I guess you could say. Uh, October. Something like that. Uh, 13th, 14th. So, uh, yeah. So, if you you aren't registered, there's still time left. Just go to chadcheese.com slash events. I mean, this is one of the staples when it comes to events that you have to go to. Not just because it's in Paris, but it's Unleash Paris. I've got a great startup uh, competition. They've got startup alleys. They've, it, it's really incredibly cool. So come check us out. I don't even know what we're going to be doing yet, Cheeseman. Levin, are you going to be there? Is Levin coming to Unleash? I'm just going to drop by to give you both a hug and say hello <laughs> and show you my candy. And then go to Moulin Rouge. Bring us a Duval and introduce us to candy. That's it. I'm happy. I'm going to Moulin Rouge this time, damn it. I'm, I am metting up. You I'm not, should. I'm not catching the Paris flu this time. Well, we know where Levin will be. Hopefully, the House of HR event finally has a date. Levin, tell us about Ooh, it. When is this? Next year, 2024, March 19th. And it will be in Amsterdam this year. Oh. It's a beautiful location, beautiful Ooh. location. Walking distance from all the places you're not supposed to be, except if you're with Candy, of course. <laughs> but... Uh, it's really the the location alone is a reason to be there. But uh, next episode, I'll give you all the details. The title, as I mentioned before, I guess, is The Digital Shift. And it's about managing your digital teams. You know, you'll have right. workers and you have co-workers and you have digital workers. And that's the whole idea. It's about AI. It's about digital. And it's, of course, about Amsterdam. 
Mm, I can see um, a Chad and Cheese VIP party in the Red Light District. I'm going to arrange you two bolts because I saw Wreckfest uh, uh, gave you a, a, what was it? A, a, a bolt. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and a drinking boat. It wasn't drinking. How did you yeah. call it? Oh, yeah. nice. cruise. The boost cruise. The boost cruise. I was so jealous. And I said, okay, if they can <laughs> give them a boost cruise, I'll give them two. Yes. Chad and Cheese, a booze cruise in candy. What are you doing, step bro? From Amsterdam next year. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Top of it. Right, boys. Google is facing a lawsuit in Denmark for allegedly and illegally aggregating job listings from a rival marketplace. The case highlights potential limitations on Google's job ambitions and raises concerns about the influence of big tech on niche industries. Job Index, who says it's the leading Danish job marketplace, claims Google violated copyright by republishing its listings. This legal challenge may set a precedent for other global recruitment platforms to go after Big G. Chad, does Denmark have a case or are they in Dane in the membrane? Oh, bad. First and foremost, I'm not the biggest fan of Google and their ability to have a monopoly in search for many countries all over the world. But this lawsuit to me makes no fucking sense. So I have questions. Yep. Number one, I thought the the job site had to elect to use Google for jobs by adopting the Google for jobs markup language. So it, did they use the markup language? That's that's my first question. I, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. But that was the standard for the, the U.S. companies. Then number two, Google scraping content. I mean, Google is a search engine. It scrapes content and indexes content without asking for permission why are we having to even have this discussion? It feels like I'm explaining 1994 mm -hmm. to a job board. And why is it job index stopping the scrape with their robots TXT file? Why not? I, 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 don't, I don't get it. So my third one, yep. last but not least, uh, copyright infringement. C number one and number two, for God's sakes. Uh, if you don't want your shit indexed, you have options. And I really feel like I'm talking to job board toddlers here. But job index has been around since 1996. So this is either a bullshit ploy or they're the dumbest job board in the world. The question was, you know, which one is it? Yep. Uh, then you look a little bit further and it's like, oh, wait a minute. I see exactly what's happening. Here's from the SIA report, quote, job index reported a 7.8% drop in second quarter revenue, which is about 12.9 million, right? So that was compared to the same quarter this is pre previous year. This is a bang and blame moment, baby. It's a failing, it's a failing dog of a job board that now needs a reason to blame somebody. And Google is the biggest bully in the room. So mm, why not? Yeah. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. So this is a quote from the CEO uh, of Job Index. Quote, we're willing to compete with Google, but it, but it must be on equal terms, not with Google for <laughs> Jobs having products on its shelves that aren't theirs. So... Is he saying that if all the jobs were on Google, he'd be okay with it? I don't think so. I mean, Google has been dealing with these litigious Europeans for over a decade. Uh, the U.S. gets a, a bad rap about suing everybody, but the Europeans are just as bad at suing uh, companies. Look, 
Google's very careful about these aren't Google jobs. These aren't on Google. And I think that's a big reason why they, they nixed hire because they knew if they had Google for hire and people were posting jobs on Google that they were going to face issues like this most likely in Europe, which they are. These are listings that go to other job sites. It's a vertical search, just like travel or shopping, that sends you to another job posting on another site, whether it's the company site, whether it's Monster, whether it's uh, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, like this guy would do, be doing a lot better if they put resources to hiring some SEOs to help them optimize their job postings to rank better on the Google for Jobs solution. Uh, we talked to someone recently, Chad, about how to optimize your jobs, what to do, what to look for. Apparently, Job Index isn't doing that. Or people, maybe they have a shitty brand and people don't want to click on it when they see it in Google results and they're not getting traffic that they want to. I don't know Job, enough, job Index enough to know if they're a shitty site or if they're spamming people or, or the job seekers just know that they're a bad site to go to. But they are doing it wrong. Most sites that know how to leverage Google for jobs are getting an increase in traffic not a decrease. So these boneheads need to figure out their marketing, need to figure (laughs) out their brand, stop blaming Google, stop looking for a quick, you know, paycheck from Google to help, you know, uh, facilitate whatever lost revenues you have. This is ridiculous. Look in the mirror, get your shit straight and fix it. And you'll find that Google is your best friend, not your worst enemy. I tend to agree with both of you. I looked into this. I, I feel if Google copies job ads to get them listed in the Google for Job app and then links to the source, in this case, job index, I don't see a problem. They should be happy. Yeah. They're, they're helping them getting their jobs filled. If they would use job ads from job index, but link to a different source to finish the application, that would be something totally different. But in this right. case, I, I don't think it's the case. So normally jobs get listed on Google for jobs via an API, not by scraping. If, the Danish company, if Jobindex didn't connect their own website to that API, they never linked it, but Google is scraping and is putting it in Google for jobs, then they might have a case because normally it's only through an API and you have to reach out to Google themselves to have your jobs listed. They apparently didn't and their jobs are, are listed anyway. So they could have a point and they claim, and that's probably the reason why they go to courts, they claim since Google launched Google for Jobs, we had a big drop in organic ranking, in organic traffic. And that's, they feel they're competitive, they've got a competitive disadvantage. And there they might have a case because if a small European company is trying to sue big evil Google, European (laughs) lawyers might (laughs) tend to feel sympathetic. Sympathetic. But be clear, this isn't Google scraping their jobs and putting them on Google as Google jobs. This is Google sending them traffic for free. Job index can shut off Google as in a second. Yeah. All they have to do is put robots text, yes. like deny Google. So this is so ironic that this company has their jobs on Google for free, and then they're going to go sue Google for the same reason that, I mean, it's just so stupid. For, for not getting enough for free. Unless something Google like is that. just writing uh, checks ridiculous. over nothing just by getting, you know, laws from, you know, letters from lawyers. This is ridiculous. No court, yes. like no court in any industrialized <laughs> world is going to take no. this case. This is just ridiculous. Maybe in France. <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. Mm. But it, again, it's on job index. If they, I mean, if they're getting their their jobs into Google for Jobs, which 
uh, they'd have to have the markup, number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that means that job index would actually have to do the work to be able to get their jobs into Google for jobs. If this is just an SEO, your, your search engine ranking pages, uh, you've been doing this for years and you know, it, you've been around since 1996. If you don't know how to robots TXT and get that shit either blocked yeah. by this point, this is on you, right? This is what search engines do. This is what they've always done, right? So this is this is the dumbest lawsuit. And to be around since '96 and not understand yes. SEO and how Google works, like, how are you still in business? How are you still in business? Like it's just it's just maddening. It's all about bottom line and drop in revenue, and they've got to blame somebody. Yeah. And Google is the easiest target, especially now, now in the EU, is the easiest target to 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 go after. I just think. This is the dumbest set of reasons to go after Google. There are some great reasons to go after Google. There's some amazing reasons to go after Google. These are not, none of these are reasons. Yeah, this is where this case is going. <laughs> I suggest we follow it and uh, keep reporting on it. We will follow this for sure. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll follow it getting. Uh, oh, this will be uh, fun. I actually reached out to the uh, one of the founders of uh, Job Index or uh, part of the, 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 uh, the C-suite to, to ask them to come on to explain this to us. Because as you can hear already, we think it's dumb. So please help us understand why it's not dumb. Is, is that what happened when you uh, asked him to? I just reached out this morning. Give him time. Give him time. Okay. We'll give him a little bit of time. All right. Until then. <laughs> Well, no, they're never, they're never, they're never calling back. When we come back, a little lying, yes. a little lying on the show. All right, boys, a new tool mysteriously out of Iceland promises to help anyone detect lies over video calls. That's right. LiarLiar.ai says it's an AI-powered lie detection tool that analyzes body language and facial cues during video calls. <laughs> It translates psychological indicators into mathematical formulas, whatever the hell that means, using real-time video feeds to detect potential deceit through subtle cues like eye gaze and heart rate changes. LiarLiar.ai promises real-time insights without invasive measures, making it effective for truth-seeking during video interactions across various platforms while maintaining data privacy privacy allegedly liar liar is one of jim carrey's best films but is it a good tool for employers chad your thoughts so job index would have a much stronger case to, uh, <laughs> against these guys than they do google okay and they're probably not even connected to this liar liar system this to me i thought was a joke right out of the gate i thought is is this april fool's day I, do I wear a heart rate monitor? How do you know what my heart rate is? How do you know over video what my heart rate is? Um, we've had this discussion before uh, around Higher View, who got smacked in the face, uh, where Illinois actually created a regulation that was specific to facial recognition in Higher View alone. To me, for this to be happening in Europe, this is going to be stamped out incredibly fast. <laughs> I wonder what the, uh, the 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 laws are in in Iceland. 
as far as, uh, you know. But uh, wh- why do you think it's from Iceland? I thought it was from Bulgaria. Mysteriously. So I did some digging. Is it Bulgaria? I thought it was Bulgaria. The domain and everything looks like it's in Iceland. Now, it looks like they're spreading out a little bit. Anyway, it's it's kind of irrelevant to the topic, but they are a little bit dodgy, <laughs> to say the least. This mm. is not like Sketchy. we got some VC and we're setting up shop in London. I mean, this looks a little bit, a little bit dicey. So Chad is dead right. Like... No legitimate company is going to touch this with a ten foot pole in terms of in terms of recruiting. I guess some individuals in, in regards to dating or something may may try this. What does scare me though? Who candy date? The, yeah, the moment I ask candy for a <laughs> candy date, date. Uh, candy uh. dates new functionality. I happy. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, that brings back memories. It's so cheap. Higher view is not a like, I'm going to go rogue. I'm a person recruiter and I'm going to get this and my company doesn't know about it. This thing is cheap enough that there are going to be some rogue recruiters down this on their, on their computer, try it out, do interviews online and, and use it to recruit. And if that gets back to the company's hiring practices, then, oh shit, then the company's in in a world of hurt. So whereas higher view, you're spending <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars and, and there's no risk of like an individual recruiter going rogue and like buying this product. Liar, liar is going to get some recruiters that buy it and use it. And if you're an employer, make sure that your recruiting team, if they're off site or whatever, is not using shit like this because you will get pinched in a big way if it comes back that you're using this or as staffing a company. companies yeah. that you pay to do this because you're still liable. It, this doesn't just go to the staffing company or the RPO. This is something, I mean, this is where it's really incredibly important that you understand the stack that the staffing company or the RPO is using to be able to provide the output of candidates in the candidate pool for you. And if anybody would know anything about this, it'd be leaving because be. he does a little bit of technology and a pretty goddamn big umbrella of staffing company. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, we wouldn't use a tool like this officially in our company, of course. But um, I did try it out. And I, for only 35 euros, I was able to become a founding client, which will there give me lifetime, <laughs> lifetime access there you go. to liarliar.ai. Oh, God. Right, yes, for only 35 right. euros. I mean, I had to try it. And then I tried to install it on Apple but it didn't really work out. Mm-hmm. And then I got some kind of help from um, Asen Levoff, if I pronounce him correctly, who happens to be the founder of Liar Liar and the, uh, the, the company owner. And it's, I, can't, I think it's a one-man company. He was really friendly. He helped me out on how to install it. It never worked out on Apple, but he promised me it would work like a charm on a PC. I didn't try it yet. I'm going to try it on a PC and next time I'll tell you how it works. But I looked into it and it I, says it integrates with Zoom and other like video yeah, platforms. And, if you try it on and Zoom. This just makes it it makes it so much fun. I mean, <laughs> you see on your screen all these yeah. little uh, ratings and you can share your screen and you can show the people in the meeting, ha, you were lying, detected. <laughs> this is much fun. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. Your blood pressure went up. We can I tell. knew you were full of shit. Look, look, look. Yeah. And then your eye was blinking. The system has seen it. Could you imagine an interview where at the end of the interview, they show you the screenshot of your lies from your interview? Yeah. I mean, oh my God. It, it's a perfect way to test the resilience of a candidate. I mean, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how will a candidate respond to being accused of lying, of lying by yes. a, a tool like this? 
It's a great test. Do they do they have like uh, an insurance policy if you're sued for using this that they'll they'll support your lawsuit <laughs> yeah. and Nobody believes it works, so you can't. I mean, it's it's a trick. Huh? I bet if you look in the you terms, can't. there's like a not not to be used for professional like purposes, only for like entertainment purposes. It actually never mentions anything like hiring or something, but it does look like a great website. The guy was really helpful, and I happen to be very enthusiastic about it. You're enthusiastic We're about it. We're going to give it a try. I'll keep, I'll keep you posted. It's like a new toy. I'm telling Rika that Levin is going rogue <laughs> and using a lie detector tool in his interviews. I never do interviews with candidates anymore. So <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to use it if like I interview vendors, candy, right? yeah, yeah. candidates. <laughs> if, if I date candy, I'll, I'll use it. Oh, God. How much time do we spend yeah. on that? You have, to, you have to admit it's, it's a creative ID. Sure. But I it's, like it's it. more like novelty than it is. Of course, of course. It's snake yeah. oil. Totally. It is total, total it's snake oil. Totally. Some dating app is going to buy this and like <laughs> tell you when you're, you're, I'm not going there. Okay. Let's go to, <laughs> okay. From one, one tech uh, that might work to another tech that, that works some of the time. Do Europeans <laughs> like to play cards? Well, X, the artist formerly known as Twitter, unveiled job cards for displaying job listings in user feeds last week. These cards showcase job details and redirect users to external application forms. They work on desktop and iOS, but Android support remains unclear. X hiring introduced in July aims to compete with LinkedIn, offering job postings to verified X accounts which cost 1000 USD per month. We've discussed this on the weekly show from an American point of view, but let's look at it from a pair of European eyes. Levin, what are your thoughts on Elon Musk getting into the hiring business? You do remember I used to be a very big fan of Elon Musk. You love I him. Was, I, I used to love him. I used to love him, but then he screwed Ukraine and then I stopped loving him all of a sudden. So... That'll do it. That'll do it. I'm an ex-Twitter user. I'm not an ex-user. I'm an ex-Twitter user. And there are so many people in Western Europe who really don't use or even never use Twitter at all. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a much bigger thing in uh, where you live than where we do. Mm -hmm. It's Twitter or uh, X now. In Belgium, for example, is something politicians are on. Some journalists are on to see what those politicians might tweet whenever they're drunk. And then you have those... Um, extreme right people who are using it as a channel to talk to other extreme right people. But the bullshit told there is not something one would proudly share with his employer. And Twitter claims, or um, Elon claims, this might be a competitor to LinkedIn. This has nothing to do with LinkedIn. I mean, not LinkedIn yet. has a huge database with valuable re resumes. But on Twitter or on X, people don't even use their real names in many cases. And they shouldn't yeah. because you don't want to get confronted with the bullshit you tell on Twitter. So um, it's something, it's totally different. I don't believe for one second this will work. You're a user, aren't you, Levin, of Twitter X? Oh, of Twitter, personally? okay, because I, I felt kind of, uh, you're a user, I'm not, I'm not a user <laughs> of Twitter. So you, okay. House of HR has a ton of brands. Are those yeah. brands currently on, on X? Most of them probably are totally not. Not. I have a, an account, but I, I hardly use it. Like, is House of HR on Twitter? No. 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 We, we probably have an account just to keep the name right? so nobody else can tweet out of our own name. Mm -hmm. But uh, we don't ever put anything on, on Twitter, no. So not bullish on X hiring in your Totally not. 
and our clients aren't some people are of course and some people like it compared to to facebook or even reddit twitter mm -hmm. is nothing yeah or instagram or, or even whatsapp or whatsapp or snapchat no twitter isn't a big thing and i should specify i'm talking about our own main markets belgium france the netherlands and germany mm. it's probably something else in the nordics or in eastern europe but i don't think there is a big thing as well but uh, correct me if i'm wrong I just don't understand why they're overextending themselves like this. I mean, you're talking about a market, the job market, the jobs market, which mm. is infinitesimal compared to the money that, that they've lost in the advertising market, right? Sorry, what, the, what does infinitesimal mean? Very small. Okay. Incredibly small. Uber, uber small, just right? So it's, it's, it's so small. I don't know why you're wasting your time when you're losing hundreds of millions of dollars on the advertising side of the house. I mean, if he could just get his optics tweaked and, and quit being an idiot, I mean, he's lost so much money because people don't want their brand on there. Now, here's the thing. If I don't want my brand on there and I stop spending millions of dollars in advertising, what the hell makes you think that I want to put my jobs on there? Again, it's 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 a brand, it's a brand sentiment kind of a thing. So mm -hmm. again, I think they're overextending. And then we can get into the matching and relevant content discussion, which it's going to be hard as fuck for them. This is exactly one of the reasons why Facebook got out of it. Uh, so yeah, I think this is using a thimble to bail out the Titanic. It's just not going to happen. Levin mentioned the influence of Twitter X in Europe. So currently the numbers that I saw was uh, in the US, there are about 77 million active users on Twitter. Europe is twice the size population-wise of the US, but there are fewer users of Twitter uh, in Europe than there are in the US. So it's a much smaller pool that Elon would be trying to tap into. The other thing is, in terms of some of the markets, a thousand a month is going to be no big deal to be a verified mm -hmm. account and just throw up jobs. But a lot of these markets, a thousand dollars a month is is real money. Um, so it, penetration in the UK, France, Germany, I think that's a discussion. But when we look at mm -hmm. Estonia and some of the smaller markets, like I don't think it's even going to be a consideration. So I don't see X hiring being a huge impact in the U.S., and I certainly don't see it as a big uh, impact in Europe. Or taking over LinkedIn. I, again, we've talked about this before. Handshake, when they got their first, when they got their last big round, they came out hard in, in press saying, we are targeting LinkedIn. That's how they got the money in the first place. Right. They're like, we can be like LinkedIn, but only in this area. Twitter's doing the exact same thing. They're pointing at the the, the big bully in the room, which is, you know, LinkedIn at this point, uh, at least the big revenue share bully. And it it, it makes sense. But it, we've seen this fail over and over and over. And these guys, they just don't have what it takes. But you know what they say about the stuff that Elon Musk does? 60 percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> Boys, it's been fun. It's been too long. We're headed into fall, leaving. We're coming Ooh. to Europe soon, and we will see you when we do. Another one in the can. We out. We out. We out. Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chat and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. 
No, you hung out with these two chuckleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. <laughs>